When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the college football history of the Kentucky Wildcats. This program has endured many unusual occurrences. One legendary coach, one perfect season, one brilliant defensive scheme that stopped a juggernaut, two of the most incredible losses in college football history, Two games that pitted legendary coaches against one another, one loaded team, one great Outland Trophy winner, one longtime rival, one unprecedented turnaround, one rushing defense for the ages, a Wildcat, and of course, a live Bobcat. First season, 1881. National Championships, zero. Heisman Trophy winners, zero. Best coach, Paul Bear Bryant, 1946-1953, 60 wins, 23 losses, and 5 ties, and won 71% of his games. Coach Bryant, the legend, led the Wildcats out of obscurity. For the three seasons prior to his arrival at Kentucky, the Wildcats never won more than three games. Enter Coach Bryant. In his first season, the Wildcats went 7-3 and and he never looked back. Coach Bryant never endured a losing season at Kentucky. In six of his eight seasons, the Wildcats won seven or more games. In 1950, they went 10-1, and we'll discuss that team later. But special attention must be paid to one other coach. W.R. Bass, 1898-1899, 12 wins, 2 losses, and 2 ties, and won 81.3% of his games. In 1898, Coach Bass's version of the Wildcats put together the perfect season, going 9-0, shutting out every team they faced, and outscoring their opponents 180 to nothing. He followed that campaign with a 5-2-2 season, where its defenses shut out 3 teams, and never allowed a team to score more than 12 points. Most stunning win. Kentucky 13, Oklahoma 7, January 1st, 1951. Oh, this is a good one. Number 7, Kentucky, ended the game 10-1. Its only loss was in a blizzard to Tennessee in a game that we will discuss in a few minutes. Number 1, Oklahoma, was 10-0, riding a 31-game winning streak, and was already named national champion by the AP poll prior to the Bowls. The game matched arguably the two greatest coaches in history, the Wildcats' Paul Bear Bryant and the Sooners' Bud Wilkinson. Here is what happened. Coach Bryant realized that something new had to be infused into the game plan to beat a juggernaut like the Sooners. So, to offset the Sooners' scary fast split T formation, he infused a multi-look defense, including at times a nine-man front. He had his biggest linemen shoot the gaps to slow the Sooner attack. In the first quarter, quarterback Bay Perilli dropped back, faked a handoff, faked a jump pass, and then threw a touchdown pass. In the second quarter, an 81-yard drive culminated with a one-yard touchdown run to give the Wildcats a 13-0 lead going into halftime. The Wildcats held on for the implausible upset. Most stunning loss. Tennessee 7, Kentucky 0, November 25, 1950. Number 3, Kentucky, entered the game 10-0. Number 9, Tennessee, was 8-1. Played at Tennessee, the game matched two of the all-time greatest coaches, the Wildcats' Paul Bear Bryant and the Vols' coach, the General Robert Nealon. The game was played in a blizzard, the Great Appalachian Storm, the storm of the century in 1950, in 18-degree weather under 6 inches of snow, 
and in front of 46,000 fans. In the second quarter, Kentucky fumbled at its own 36th. On the ensuing drive, Tennessee now fumbled, but Val Dan Bordinger, a second-string guard, recovered to keep the drive alive. On the next play, the Vols threw a 27-yard touchdown pass, but the extra point was muffed. A penalty gave the Vols a second chance, and the Vols converted. Up 7 to nothing. there would be no more scoring that game. Due to the weather conditions, there were 16 fumbles. The Wildcats lost 8 of their 9 fumbles. The Vols lost 4 of their 7. The loss was the only loss of the season for the Wildcats and kept the Wildcats from a certain national championship. But attention must be paid to LSU 33, Kentucky 30, 2002, the Bluegrass Miracle. LSU entered the game 7-2 and and were the defending SEC champs. Kentucky, heavy underdogs, was 6-4. and So why is this game such a stunning loss? And here's why. Playing at Kentucky in front of a field stadium, Kentucky mounted a furious comeback. With 11 seconds left on the clock, Kentucky kicked a field goal to take a 30-27 to lead. Kentucky players doused their coach, Guy Morris, with Gatorade. Now here's what happened next. LSU took the kickoff and opted to quickly run out of bounds at its own 9-yard line. They had to go 91 yards in under 10 seconds. They completed a pass to their own 26-yard line, and now there was two seconds remaining. Kentucky fans were poised to tear down the goalposts. Nick Saban called dash right 93 Berlin. Tiger quarterback Marcus Randall reeled back and threw a Hail Mary. Two Wildcats tipped the ball at the LSU 25-yard line, but Devery Henderson caught it with one hand at the 15 and ran it in for a 74-yard touchdown, a.k.a. the Bluegrass Miracle. Best team. 1950 Kentucky Wildcats 11-1. Coach Paul Bear Bryan's version of the Wildcats' only loss was in the Blizzard game that we just discussed to Tennessee, where the weather conditions played a huge factor. They defeated legendary coach Bud Wilkinson's number one Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl 13-7 and finished number seven. These Wildcats were loaded, led by All-American quarterback Bay Perilli, Outland Trophy winner Bob Gain. Nine players from this team were selected in the NFL draft. They were seventh in scoring, 32.8 points per game, and second in scoring defense, 5.8 points per game. In 1990, the Sagarin Poll, which is a math-based poll, retroactively named the Wildcats national champions. Kentucky does not claim the national championship that year. Who was the national champion in 1950? The AP poll ended before the Bulls enlisted Oklahoma as the national champions. Best player, offensive tackle, defensive tackle, and place kicker Bob Gain. 1947 to 1950. From 1947 to 1950, Bob Game was the anchor of the offense and defensive line for Coach Paul Bear Bryant's Wildcats. The 1950 team, as we mentioned, went 10 and 1 and halted the soonest 31-game winning streak in the Sugar Bowl. In 1950, Game became the first SCC player to win the Outland Award, given to the nation's best lineman. As a place kicker in 1950. Gain set and still holds the school record for most extra points in a game, going 10 for 10 in an 83 to nothing defeat of North Dakota. A two-time All-American, Bob Gain is in the College Football Hall of Fame. But attention must be paid to three other players. Quarterback Vito Bay Perilli, 1950-1951. Bay Perilli quarterbacked the Paul Bear Bryant's 1950-11-1 team. Perilli was a two-time All-American who set a school record in career passing yards, 4,351. In 1950, Perilli finished fourth in Heisman voting. He followed that in 1951, finishing third in Heisman voting. And then there was the multi-talented Lou Michaels, 1955-1957, tackle, kicker, punter. 
Michaels was named Outstanding SEC Lineman twice and, in 1957, was named SEC Outstanding Player. As a punter, Michaels averaged 39.8 yards per punt. As a kicker, he kicked 13 of 16 PATs and two field goals. He was a two-time All-American. Lou Michaels is in the College Football Hall of Fame. And there was quarterback Tim Couch, 1996-1998. Couch quarterbacked Hal Mummy's air raid offense and set numerous school and NCAA records. In 1998, Couch led the nation in pass completions, 400, was second in the nation in both passing yards, 4,275 yards, and touchdowns, 36. He set seven NCAA records, including completions per game, 36.4. Couch was a first-team All-American, a finalist for the Davey O'Brien Award, which is given to the nation's best quarterback, and fourth in Heisman voting. Rival, Tennessee Volunteers. The teams first played in 1893 and Kentucky won 56-0, and this is still the largest margin of victory in the rivalry. From 1985 to 2010, Tennessee won every game. From 1925 to 1977, the two rivals played for the Wooden Beer Barrel Trophy. This trophy was done away with in 1998, following a fatal alcohol-related car crash that involved two Kentucky football players. Hullabaloo won. In 1982, in Coach Jerry Claiborne's first season, the Wildcats were winless, 0-10-1. In 1983, in his second season, the Wildcats were 6-5-1 and went to the Hall of Fame Bowl, where they lost to Virginia 20-16. But this marked the first time in the history of college football a team went to a bowl game after a winless season. Hullabaloo 2. On September 19, 1970, Kentucky beat Kansas State 16-3, holding Kansas State to negative 93 yards rushing setting an SEC record. They sacked the Kansas State quarterback seven times and forced three interceptions. Mascot, the Wildcat. A student adorns a Wildcat costume. It was also Blue, a live Bobcat, but he doesn't attend the games. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.